On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, we are one day away from the beginning of the free agent period in the NBA. Now, a lot of more rumors, a lot more discussion out there, some speculation, one of them being, again, 76ers Tobias Harris. We'll begin things there next, right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On 76ers is partnering with RK1UP to give away three free NBA Jam Shack machines. That's right, three. These are the guys known for making the incredible retro three-quarter scale at-home arcade games like Pac-Man, Golden Tee, and many more. Enter to win on arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade1ups.com slash locked on for your chance to win one. Welcome. You are Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and partner, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for TheInquirer.com. What's going on, Keith? What's popping, D? How you doing, bro? Oh, man, one day closer, one day closer. So we got to dive into a lot of things that you're hearing, things that we see sprinkled around everywhere else. And we got to thank people for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Well, Keith, one of the names that we talked about pre-draft and a lot pre-draft was Tobias Harris. We mentioned Matisse Thibault. We'll get into so many others uh, from around the league. The latest with P.J. Tucker with how Keith feels there. Some other things out there as well. Matisse Thibault, more information as we go along but Keith Tobias Harris's name pops up again and you've talked about him for a good part of the offseason as there uh, has been some interest minimal interest around the league uh, about possibly acquiring him the 76 is looking to move on from his contract and send him elsewhere as they look to do things and reshape possibly their roster a bit now the latest Tobias Harris may be drawing some interest from the Sacramento Kings yeah, I mean, this none of this is surprising because when you look at right. it, let's face it, you know, you got people around the league saying it's a done deal with with P.J. Tucker. You know, people saying, oh, I'll be shocked if it doesn't happen. I mean, the thing is, in order for it to happen, the Sixers have to clear some cap space. Now we have a better idea, and we'll talk about that later, what the cap space is or, you know, um, you know what the projections are. I mean, you know, yeah, the projections going to be, but – you know, it's one of those things where Tobias Harris, you know, is set to make a lot of money with $37 million next year. So it's one of those things where he has that contract. If you get rid of Tobias Harris, not only can you bring in P.J. Tucker, you can make a trade and get Eric Gordon and have both of those guys contracts. Because you think about it, one's making 19.5, the other one wants to get 10, that's 29. Tobias is making, going to make, what, 37. So with that being said, uh, you know, the Sixers want to trade him. They want to get him out of here. Not like that, but they just want to, you know, get rid of that salary so they can get uh, the players in that they really would like to have. 
Yeah, the interesting part there is you talk about let's just total it up to 29 million with the Gordon and PJ Tucker. And there, look, there may be some others. We didn't see the Anthony Melton thing uh, playing out in, in the way that it did. Very good move by Daryl Morey, Elton Brandon, the Sixers to acquire him on draft night. So with that, you just wonder, you know, then as I do, I'm sure you and some of the people out there listening and viewing here would wonder, then what would the roster look like? And that's the tough part because we just don't know as of yet how it will all come together. Would it be uh, P.J. Tucker starting, but he's playing more of the four position because he can do that and you have a more of an athletic wing possibly playing there next to him with Harden and Maxie in the backcourt. That's the intriguing part of it because as we do that and we start to foreshadow things, you would have to assume that Eric Gordon is coming off the bench because that's what he has done for a good latter part of his career, and that's where he was. And that would be a, provide something, a really good punch off the bench for the Sixers and Doc Rivers. So then that's when, again, you start to talk about some other corresponding moves that may happen in the speculation of what other player could they be doing. Or, Keith, if we're talking about Sacramento with the drafting of Keegan Murray, the rookie out of Iowa, and them maybe trying to find their way in the playoffs out west, whether it's the play-in tournament or at one of the top six teams, could Harrison Barnes right, be a part of this? And that's where the conversation will start to go into things as the Sixers try to put this together. Could it be a lesser deal where you are bringing back someone like uh, Harrison Barnes and, and his number? I don't think it's quite at the, in the 20s, uh, but could be somewhere in the high teens like Eric Gordon with his $18, $19 million. And if that's the case, then you do have your starting four at that point. But interesting again that sacramento would be one of those teams after acquiring keegan murray the talented rookie from iowa and maybe harrison barnes who's his name we've heard too whether it's here atlanta some other places and he's been on the move quite a bit after leaving golden state in their championship run early on in his career that that will be something that that will of course keep have us all paying attention to what's going on yeah, the thing is, though, I don't know. Like, I know this is might sound a little crazy, but I, I I don't know if I would pay too much attention to the people that they got coming. We think coming back. Mm -hmm. I think that could be more or less a three team deal. You know, because sure. I, I, I think that if you're going to bring in this 19, now maybe you may be able to get someone cheaper, right? You may be able to get someone cheaper, but I, I'm under the belief like if you're going to bring in this 29 million dollars. You're not trying to if if you do that, you're not trying to to bring back a lot bring of people. Because then, right. yeah, you're going to be messed up. Um, I, I think that that could be something that could swing another direction. Now, when you look at a team like let's just say Houston, we're just going to throw Houston out there because of Eric Gordon. Like this is a team that has young guys. They're trying to develop young guys, and ideally, you would say if you're if you're the Sixers, you would say, well, why don't we just do something with Houston. Well, if Tobias Harris is kind of sort of in his prime of his right now, they want to play these young stars and develop them, let them go through their process, so to speak, and, and turn in the corner. You know, he doesn't really fit in based on his years. You know what I mean? Like they got rid of guys like Christian Wood for a reason because they want to play these young guys. So, you know, my 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 thinking when you when you talk about all that is like is a lot of guys that we can think we can we can think of, but I, I I would be surprised if they traded him to Sacramento for a straight up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's three, team, three team uh, with Houston. Three team with Houston would make sense. 
where if that happened that way, Harris goes out there to Sacramento, hypothetically, Gordon comes to Philadelphia and we figure out the other part uh, of what might happen. Maybe Sacramento sends something to Houston and we know that they like draft picks at this point of their rebuild. So maybe that's how things would be starting to swing uh, for this for this particular thing. And then, hey, man, we have another one uh, again where you reported last week about Matisse Thibel and there are other following your footsteps mentioning him. We'll talk about him, the latest of what we potentially uh, could see uh, in, the, in the coming days about Matisse Thibel, his future with the 76ers. That's all next right here on Locked On 76ers. And I got to tell you, folks, I got to tell you about eating right, feeling better and healthy and balanced overall. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Sakara helps you live a healthy, balanced lifestyle and truly enjoy it with delicious, plant-rich, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body. So when I myself have to work late nights uh, during the summer and during the, the fall and the winter or spring, but also specifically during the basketball season where we're staying up well past midnight uh, with all the work that we're doing. Or how about right now where I'm filling in locally here on, on, on my radio station during the morning show? I want to make sure that I'm healthy, I'm balanced, and I'm feeling right. Now is the time, though, for you as well as me to seek wellness, joy, and abundance in all areas of life, starting with what you eat. With Sakara, you get nutrient-dense meals, snacks, and supplements that nourish your body without ever sacrificing taste or quality. You know, you still want the thing to taste right, right? Well, listen, Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. It's a plant-rich, ingredient-based place where you have the nutritionally designed, chef-crafted breakfast, lunches, and dinners that are, again, made with powerful plant-rich ingredients helping boost your energy, support your digestion, curb your sugar cravings. I do have that. And get your skin glowing. Listen, right now, Sakara is offering listeners 20% off your first order when they go to sakara.com slash locked on 20 or enter code locked on 20 at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash locked on 20 to get 20% off your first order. That's sakara.com slash locked on 20. So what's the deal? That person calling wanted to get some Sakara. <laughs> they wanted to get some Sakara. Absolutely. I know you we heard it. We're going to give it to them today. We're going to give well. it to them today. This is real live, folks. Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith Matisse Thibel, popular name, man. And I got to bring this up first because – Doing the, the the show this morning uh, on the Fanatic locally and reading tweets as such uh, also on Sixers Twitter, man, so many people on the phones, social media, do not want to give up on Matisse Thibel. Feeling that with us all talking about young and athletic players coming in, the one young and athletic player that you do have that plays, why do you want to give up on Matisse Thibel? So uh, that's been the pulse, really, that I've been able to take. I don't know if you've heard the same thing or read the same thing, but that seems to be a, a good part of the Sixer fan base at this point. But there is a good amount of people who also say enough is enough, and they've seen enough at this point, especially after the situation with the Toronto Raptors in the first round. Yeah, but I'm one of those people who, I, I, you know, I've read a lot, I've seen a lot, and I wrote a lot. 
like I've written a lot. You know, I, I, I believe that, you know, it's too early to give up on Matisse. I mean, I just me personally, I mean, you look at Matisse Thibault and I know people say, oh, he's a 30 something percent uh, a three point shooter. Well, he was a 30 percent three point shooter in college. Right. But he was also one of those guys who they knew that that wasn't his game. They knew he was a, a quality defender. He came here because he was supposed to be the missing link on the defense. He's a two-time second-team um, all-defensive all defensive second-team selection. Now, when you look at that, all the other guys on these teams are like bona fide starters. This is a guy who comes off the bench, and you look at his stats, they're up there with everybody else, and he's doing it in less minutes. I think that he's going to be special, but it's also one of those things where he has to get time to develop. And, and I know we're not trying to make excuses for him, but when you think about this, you know, the first year was the pandemic. He really couldn't do anything in the offseason. And then last year was one of those things. He was at the Olympic team. Now, he had to think long and hard about doing that, the Australian Olympic team, because he knew he had to get in the lab, but he's not getting in the lab. You're playing games. You're not working on your game and proving it. You're trying to play games to win games. So I, I think that the Matisse Thibault that – people will see next season is going to be an improved player. And I would hate for the 76ers for them to see that improved player thriving on another team. And you're, talking about, you're, talking, you're talking about on the offensive end, right? Yeah. Now look, he does have to get back to being a Matisse Thibault while he did make all, all NBA second team defensively. Again, his defense did slip. I mean, as much as I like the guy too, his defense slipped. A lot of gambling from behind, whether it's the block shots, the tip aways, reach ins, and all, and they seem to lose his confidence in the postseason. Uh, that's that's all well and good as we talk about him being able to develop. Three years is three years; it's not nothing. And I understand that he hasn't had the off season, and that's that. It is a good point. However, it doesn't mean that we haven't we shouldn't have seen a semblance of of of, of the improvement offensively. If anything, Keith, it seemed like he improved. But then he took a step back, and, and that's that's the thing. Could it be a confidence thing? It could very well be. Very and, much so. It very well could be. But, listen, it, it has to happen. It has to happen it's because this team right now, and you know it as well as I do, they're trying to win. They're trying to win right now. He has been a very good piece, and I, I commend them for trading for him in that draft where he was selected 20th by the Celtics and the Sixers traded up to get him, and it has all worked out. Now, going into year number four, and we're talking contract extension stuff too, he has to be better. And right now, you reported back at, during the draft that a lot of teams were interested, and in one of them being the Portland Trailblazers. And while they did acquire Jeremy Grant via trade, Yusuf Nurkic, you think he's going to come back? Same for Anthony Simons. And uh, they drafted a, a young player, uh, also uh, Shaden Sharp out of Kentucky. Now they're going to continue to try to put things around Damian Lillard and that team. And if if Matisse Thibel is available and they're still looking to have those conversations about him, uh, that's one team that you brought up and you start to see sprinkled again out there with just some others mentioning the Portland Trailblazers link to Matisse Thibel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some other ones. Now, here's here's something. There was a report and there was a report, um, you know, that came out that the Dallas Mavericks are also one of those teams. And, and, and we talked about that before the break. Now, yeah. one thing, you know, and the thing is, 
it could be new and and we both know the reporter and, and I have the utmost respect for him but I've also been informed that the Dallas Mavericks have really love him of course but they've always been in like they liked him for a while right and those you know they no longer he was no longer on the list the one thing I will say that is right now when you think of Dallas things have changed because the money that they were going to have in the spot for uh uh Jaden um what's his uh Jaden uh what's my man with the Villanova Jaden Jalen Brunson Jalen Brunson I like oh god that ain't great but him it's like so things could change but you know according to you know several sources like they feel like this was something in the past is is no longer ongoing but I have a lot of the utmost respect for the reporter and he wouldn't put something out like that. So I feel like under the circumstances, they could be another team in the loop trying to see what's yeah. going on. Or, or at least calling around and seeing if if, yeah. if they can get it back in the mix. And we know they also acquired Christian Wood before the draft as well. So maybe, maybe things are a little bit uh, tight there as far as the finances go with how they want to operate. And go forward so again another name that keeps popping up that link to the Sixers obviously because he does play for Philadelphia but another name that may have some interest around the league and Keith with all of this from Harden to Harris to Thibault and PJ Tucker and any of these names Eric Gordon that we discussed the salary cap is a key part of this and we it seems have an update on what the salary cap number will be for the 22 23 campaign we'll give everybody that we'll talk about it and what it means for the sixers since they are close right there at the well but beyond the luxury tax we'll get into it all next right here on the locked on 76ers right now i want to talk to y'all about bet online bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info find all the latest sports odds and news developments league reviews um and major league baseball BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport, sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline remains the number one, get this, the number one source for all sports scores, podcasts, news this season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. All right. Keith is so locked in on getting all this information down out there with the Sixers beginning free agency. He forgets to say, do it today, people. You were supposed to do it yesterday, people. You do it yesterday. <laughs> do it today, people. And yesterday. And Thursday as well. <laughs> Welcome back, Locked On 76ers. That's Keith Pompey. I'm Devon Givens here with you on this Wednesday. And Keith, now the final thing that we have to get into, it seems like the projection num projected numbers have changed for the 22-23 uh, campaign. It appeared that the number was going to be, let me make sure I pull this up the right way, uh, the projected salary um, is now going to be $123.6 million. Mm -hmm. And with the luxury tax, $150.2 million. And the tax apron, the cap hit, a uh, hard cap, pardon me, 156.9. That's the hard cap for the luxury tax, tax paying teams. 
So the Sixers are one of the luxury tax teams, Keith. So they have to hit up to 150. Where are the Sixers right now, uh, as we speak, uh, right around what 130? What was it? 130. Nah, if, yeah. If if Harden if Harden opts in, they're at 151. Mm-hmm. If he opts in, they're at 151 okay. with like 13 players. So if if he opts out, then they're like kind of sort of like a little bit over like 102 or something like yeah 102 so 102 103 so i mean if if he opts out they're good but right now it's like even see the thing is the problem is i believe they're probably they would have to shed like 8.2 million dollars and on the old thing they would probably have to shed like 8.2 million dollars to bring in to to bring in um uh pj tucker right about now they would have to bring in like around six million dollars to get up with that you know what i mean we're talking about shed to get him and also to have enough money to give out a minimum salary thing okay and last the numbers before uh the numbers uh, again 123.6 million uh, more than 11 a million jump from last season, which is good. That just means the league is in a good place right now uh, for it to jump like that. And the number before, uh, as I double check and see, it was 112.4 million, if I have that correctly, uh, last season. And that's why that's a significant jump with the 11 million and what it could mean for the Sixers as they may have a little bit more to work with overall as they try to lock in and, and bring pj tucker or anybody else here in town to lace them up and put the jersey on the uniform on for the philadelphia 76ers next season so keith uh and it's gonna be interesting uh in uh just what 20 27 hours 27 hours as we do this late today we apologize we had a lot going on a lot of reporting from keith to find out some things and uh, so we had to get this one done a little bit later than usual 27 hours, we will know as the start of free agency begins, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, in the NBA and what teams will be doing, and more specifically for the Sixer fans, what they will be doing with their roster. So we appreciate everybody checking in with us late. Sorry, we are late, but we will be back a little bit earlier, hopefully tomorrow as we get ready and gear up for it. Uh, we got to thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day tomorrow. We'll dive into a little bit more of what the 76 could do uh, on the first day of free agency. Now make your second listen locked on NBA. We're locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, let people know where to find us. It's important, especially around free agency time. Yeah, first of all, wherever you get your podcast at, you can subscribe to this podcast, right? Wherever you get your podcast at, you can subscribe it. But if you want this podcast, the one that you can look at us and see us, you know, breaking down, laughing, joking, the whole nine. Go to YouTube. Go to our YouTube channel, Locked On 76ers, right, podcast. And what you do is click on the Liberty Bell. Philadelphia 76ers, click on the Liberty Bell. And what happens is you do that, and then you can be, become a, a, a subscriber to our YouTube channel. And what you need to do is this week, my man D is – is on 97.5 in the morning. He's, 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 he's putting things down. You need to check him out this week. But going back to next week, 
you listen to them on 97.5 from 6 to 10 in the evenings, right? Mondays through Fridays. That's where you right. can get my man. And what you do for me is go to Enquire.com, right? Or you could go pick up a Philadelphia Enquire and you could read my Sixers coverage. Also, what you can do is you can do yourself a favor and follow us on on Twitter. I'm sorry for being like a favor, but we always keep up with this stuff on Twitter. And that's my man, Divine G975. And you can follow me at Pompeii on Sixers. Do it today, people. Do it today. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. James Harden, you don't have a choice. You have to do it today. James Harden, you have to do it today for the people who are wondering what I'm talking about. Today is his opt-in or opt-out day. He makes the decision on if he's going to opt-in to the $47.4 million or opt-out and make himself a free agent, but decide hopefully to re-sign with the 76ers and go from there and maybe create certain space for the Sixers to operate on the open market. Keith, uh, enjoy the rest of your day on the phone because that's what you will be doing. And uh, we will talk tomorrow, updating the people on much more. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Brother want to get a haircut, a beard trim, but I can't. Uh, Got to look good for the for, yeah. the for the free agent period. I understand. Looking, looking like Grizzly Adams, but it's okay. <laughs> All right, man. All right, bro. Peace. Thank you, guys.